Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Keep Your Torch Lit after what I think is the best episode in Survivor Michigan history and one of the best in collegiate Survivor history. And even, you know, why not say it in all of Survivor history? I, I know we were hyping <laughs> this one up a lot, but I have to say it, it rocks. Oh my God. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Andrew is up um, cr- crushing those natties uh, in heaven now, in Survivor heaven. Looking down at us from above. I just wanted to say... Uh, too pure for this I just earth. wanted to say that I had seen this episode a couple days ago, but I just rewatched it. I was just as shocked. And I'm literally having, like... I'm literally getting, like, hives from this episode. Oh, my God. I think... I've actually watched that yeah, episode. Like, I was there. I remember, like, me and Sam were, like, there for it. And it, like, it's still... I haven't seen it since then, but it still just, like, had the exact expression on my face the entire time that I was at that tribal versus, like, watching it at home. Just, like, I I can't believe... I can't believe she did that. I can't believe he did that. You know? Yeah. That's pretty shitty. Also, fun fact, Akshay FaceTimed... Yeah. <laughs> Akshay FaceTimed me into, like, almost every tribal, so I was, like, being FaceTimed by Akshay, and I was just as shocked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are basically there. Yeah, you're a bit. It's funny player. at the very end of the episode, like right when they're snuffing out Andrew's torch, you can see that I'm like in the background, and I just have my hands like over my face, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and then when I saw him just like go and lay on the ground, like, I just felt so uh, bad. For him. I so he's just like Dude. defeated. I like Loki felt worse than when I got voted <laughs> out at that tribal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> you see this guy just like go down like um i mean it just so many so many emotions and like even like before the travel i mean i'm sure we're gonna have time to get through all this but like even before the travel tier episode with like you know all the party shenanigans and everything it's just so well done all together i'm just it doesn't, it doesn't get better than this yeah all of our guests they they rock, you know, but I think this guest that we have today might rock the most. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I suck. <laughs> you think he's numb to it by an hour or no? I think, I think they're gonna start. Let's find out right now and make a rock joke to his face. Yeah. See how he reacts to it. Yeah, let's see how he reacts. See if he just immediately hangs up and we have to continue the podcast. Or oh man, Chloe got destroyed in the comments. And Cassie. Yeah. yeah. They both did. Her and Cassie both. <laughs> I mean, they got, like, O-T-T-N-N. Yeah. yeah. Are they and watching this? So, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Cassie was commenting about it. Yo! The legend no. himself. Angel. What's good? <laughs> What's, What's up? up? Andrew. What was the nickname again? How, how you holding up? I'm doing fine, dude. It happened, like, two years ago. <laughs> if I were you, I would, I would yeah, be. A, you just had to relive all the emotions right now. Yeah, <laughs> I would just want. I would want yeah. some vodka on the rocks right now. <laughs> oh, uh, pain in the ass, man. I don't know what to tell you. I was robbed. You, you uh, really were. I think you were a lot of people's winner picks. I don't think so. No, I don't know about that. I don't know if I was anyone's winner pick, but. <laughs> Now, a lot of the fans dude, know, in, the in live the comments chat. and stuff, they were like, wow, Crouch is doing, they, you know, you were always in the top, like, couple people when they were saying who has the best game and stuff. You were you're oh, definitely, you are up there, man. It's good to hear. I, I haven't caught up in the comments and stuff yet because I was uh, 
my TV kept glitching out, so I just watched the whole thing on my computer because it wouldn't stream up. Mm. So I was like, I was like twenty minutes behind everyone. <laughs> oh, so did you just finish it, like just now? Oh, like I, yeah, I like, just finished it. Oh wow, geez. Okay, what what are your live reactions? What are you feeling right now after having just finished watching the episode? My live reactions are like the exact same as they were when it happened, except dumb, like numbed out by a hundred. If that makes sense, because mm-hmm. like you just start recalling everything that happened. You're like, oh yeah, that did happen. Oh yeah, that. Oh yeah, that happened. And then you just kind of start remembering, putting the pieces together again. Yeah. All right. So bagging up a little bit, what have you been up to these past couple of years? Where are you now? <laughs> so last couple years. So I just graduated in May and the life update is I am unemployed like a lot of like a lot of other people that have also graduated mm. um, and currently looking for a job. But I was in Ann Arbor for a little bit after school and just moved uh, back home uh, to Los Angeles. Oh, nice. L.A. Health. Yeah, I feel, like a lot, I feel like a lot of people don't know that you're from LA. Um, it'd be weird if that was like a critical part of the episode. If that makes sense. <laughs> well, I mean, even like in general, I, I feel like you don't talk about it that much. Yeah, why? Like it, most, most people. You talk definitely about seem it. like a Cali dude. I don't know. Not yeah, nothing yeah. think <laughs> about it. Definitely, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Let's jump into this episode. Also, I'm on, like, really crappy Wi-Fi right now, so if I just, like, start lagging or something, and I, like, honestly something that happened 30 seconds ago, just ignore me. Just <laughs> Yeah, my, my Wi-Fi is bad, too, so I might do the same thing. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So, Tribal happens, and then we get some of Tormenta's awkwardness like they it seems like they met as a tribe and aaron's like who voted for me <laughs> and it was so awkward because nobody wanted to come forward yeah i i, felt I mean like, like what yeah, are you supposed I, I to do know. in that situation no like <laughs> i know like if all if everyone you know what are you what are you supposed to say if you're in front of everybody else be like oh yeah it was me yeah, that's true. Oh, I just love how like Emily, Will, and Ben just completely threw under the bus. Though, like there was no rescuing Jesse there. Like she says, like, "Oh, I voted for Nick." You have to be like, "I voted for Nick." I voted for Nick. I voted for Nick. And they're just like, "Oh, really?" And then the Jesse, and then Jesse's middle finger. That was great too. She's just such an underrated savage person for like for like a freshman that you would think would be kind of like intimidated yeah. by like all these like crazy people in her tribe and she's just not intimidated by them at all. Yeah. The thing is like, she's savage, I, but I don't think she's mean. Whereas like some other people are kind of mean. <laughs> some other people. Uh, I don't, I don't know who just, just some <laughs> I, other people in this like episode Austin, come off right? as a little mean. Austin for yeah. sure. Yeah. Austin. Well, Austin. <laughs> oh. Austin is a terrible person. Is that? <laughs> I can't believe he did that. And then grandpa will doesn't know what thick or snack means. He's not with the times. Yeah, I always forget. I think I feel like it's funny to get the reminders that Will's like literally twenty six, and he's like a different <laughs> generation. He's like eight years older than Jesse. Like that's that's a lot. Is of... it a different generation? I don't think so. I feel like Jesse. I mean, I feel like Jesse is close to Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Solid millennial. Oh, okay. Yeah. What were your thoughts, Crouch, on on seeing all that tormented stuff? Well, on Will, before I even talk to Will you know that he's, like, a PhD student. And everyone coming into it, like, kind of thought that he was a super big threat because of that. 
But there are also people that were playing that everyone else also thought was a super big threat. Like, uh, this doesn't get covered, but, like, Emily B on my tribe, like, she skipped, like, a grade or something. And when she played, I think she was, like, even though she was a sophomore, she was, like, just turned 18. Oh, yeah, she's super young. Yeah, she is super young. There were, yeah, there were a couple people that played that were super young, like like Jesse. But Jesse was one of those people that, like, while I was playing, I hadn't really talked to her. And then, like, now I get to see all of her confessionals, and I'm like, oh, shit. She was, like, a lot less quiet than I thought she was. Yeah. Yeah, who surprised you the most, like, since you've been watching and, like, seeing um, all the confessionals and stuff? For the first couple episodes, I think it actually it might have been Cassie because – the perception that we had of Tafiti was like so mixed. It felt very blurred. And it felt like in those first couple episodes, she was getting an edit to like be in the middle. And like I, when I, when I had talked to people, I didn't really think of her as like being in the middle of that tribe. Interesting. How, how did you see it? Well, so when I sat down with Dylan, Dylan, I think definitely thought he was in the middle. Because uh, Dylan thought he was in the middle close to Brady and Chloe and also close to, like, Cassie and Sarah. But, like, they definitely did a good job in that episode of, of showing the rift between, like, Chloe and Sarah and setting that up. Because that was something that we had heard about the entire week and that we were just harping on nonstop. And what was that thing? You, you, you said something about, uh, while we're on this Cassie thing, about how, like, you texted Cassie and said something mm-hmm. about, like, Oh, we want to. I want to have a meeting. I promise. Only thing is, I promise I won't pitch you. What was? What was that? What was that whole thing? What was going on with that? I mean, we were just so frustrated at that point because even at the like in the middle of the week and before we'd even gotten close to going to tribal council, there were people in that tribe that were shutting down text messages from us, not responding, and just saying outright, "We don't want to meet or talk." And so we were just super, by that point, our tribe was just so frustrated because we knew that Tormenta and Defeaty had you know, linked up pretty quickly. And all we wanted to do was get our foot in the door. And so like I had texted Cassie and I was like, listen, like, I don't, I don't even want to talk strategy. Like, I'm just trying to play the game. Like, I'm not going to pitch you. Like, can we just like, like talk? Cause I was going in the impression I was going to get through it no matter what. And wanted to just set up the next vote. And so I was trying to get to that next part. And literally, I, you know, couldn't even set up meetings with people. And, you know, because even like, even in the episode, they kind of show there's only a couple of times where all of us are meeting up with other tribe members. Like, it didn't happen very often. Right. It seemed like Aliza got to meet with the most people in the other tribes. Aliza just, like, she comes off as very, very friendly. And she's that type of person when you meet in this type of, you know, game, you're like, oh, she's friendly, I'll talk to her, and I feel like I, like, I don't have that kind of vibe, (laughs) and so, like, I was always reaching out to other people, I don't think, I don't think at any point during the entire season did anyone ever, like, text me or reach out to me first. Mm, That's tough, because it's, like, all about how you're perceived as a character, especially the beginning, but it seems like a lot of Saba Saba people started building really close bonds, like, Mm -hmm. during this episode, like, you and Austin, for example, seemed to be a bond that like honestly kind of shaped this episode yeah. so i wanted to like ask you your opinion on on that relationship yeah that's, that's a good question and like i said earlier we kind of didn't have the full picture of tifidi because we didn't have the chance to meet with them 
and they definitely did not have the full picture of what we of what we looked like because if they had sat down and like talked with us they would have voted very differently because i don't think they understood our dynamic and austin was just the wrong person for them to vote for if they wanted someone to flip for me i came into it going in knowing that i wanted to play with people that cared and i assumed that like everyone would kind of have that same level of of commitment and in any this happens with every cast where there's just people with varying levels of commitment and I perceived, you know, not being able to get those meetings through and hearing that from not only just from me, but other people in my tribes not even being able to have meetings. They were like, quote unquote, busy. I was like, I, I'd kind of just rather play the game with people that care. And Austin was at like the top of that list of people that care. Yeah. So was there anyone on your tribe that you would have flipped for? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would have voted anyone else out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would literally be one person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just someone that like I knew really cared about the game, and I felt like if I were to vote him out, I'd be doing him. Like I, I feel like I'd just be doing him dirty, and so I just because like it's it's really easy watching it back just to be like oh I could have flipped it would have been super easy. It's not as easy like when you like know the people and like. Austin was someone none of the stuff gets showed in the episode, but like I had like spent time with Austin like outside the game, just hanging out like one on one. Especially when like the person you'd be flipping to save is Cassie, who just probably did the world's worst job of like trying to appeal to the other tribe during a tribal council like I've ever seen. You know, like why yeah. would you want to like go to save Cassie in that situation over Austin? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's it's just it's brutal. I would never flip and vote and like give Cassie the satisfaction <laughs> in that moment. I would have gone to rocks too, and I'm somebody who would pretty much never go to rocks. But in that situation, yeah. I think I would have done it as well. Yeah, like imagine yeah, if it was like an Austin on the other tribe, like somebody who was just like super passionate about the game, and you know was like reaching out to you guys and everything. Then like a whole different story. But just somebody who says we don't. Like, that, that gives you no incentive to want to flip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to save your number one bud. Yeah. It was, like, literally the perfect storm as far as it being between Austin and Cassie. Yeah. Like, absolute, like, complete opposites, like, at that mm. tribal council. <laughs> like, you cannot get more yeah. opposite than that. Yep. You can, yep. You could have, like, and... written it better. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one, the one really crazy part that stuck with me immediately after was they went down the line. If you notice, we were sitting on the left. And so they started with, I think Devin was the one on the end, if I'm not mistaken. And they went down the line. I was the last person on Savu Savu to draw. Uh, and, and I had a different rock in my hand, no! dropped it, and picked up a different one. And so if I had picked up no. the first rock that I had in my hand, the entire game changes because someone oh, on Tafiti 100% is drawing a rock. Oh, my gosh. Andrew! <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Austin said, "Let the the survivor gods decided that Savu Savu was going to lose this one. It, it was poetic. Yeah. yeah. Do we think Lavana had anything to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know of. Lavana but... controls people's minds, and Maggie controls the stars. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you, you got it. You got it. Let's see, so Krauski controls his legs." <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh let's jump back into the episode i know we were talking about Eliza and how she's so friendly and everybody wants to talk with Eliza. Mm-hmm. and will is one of those people 
I feel like that really that relationship just like went from zero to a hundred very fast. Where it was just like they had just ta- started talking, and all of a sudden, like Will's telling her all this stuff. He wants to know if she has the idol, <laughs> <laughs> which is laughable. <laughs> that was such a good quote by Elisa. I love that so much. Like it's laughable. Like thank you, thank you, Will, for like giving me that laugh. Like. Will's getting a lot of love from the ladies in the comments. I know. He's a hot commodity. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's all the brain power. <laughs> I know. I, I like. It's funny though. Like I was like not that I wasn't expecting that for Will, but like you know you have like you and Dylan and Brady and like all all these like really buff guys, and it's like all the girls are just like, I love <laughs> Doctor Will so much. <laughs> 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 Emily P says that Will has very nice eyelashes, so maybe that's what they're seeing. Yeah, they're curled, so... They're very curly. Yeah. Can't compete with that. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Oh, so Nick makes a little bit of an appearance when apparently Cassie runs into him, tries to get some info for her tribe. Like, I wonder if that's the most that Cassie interacted with somebody from another tribe in the whole entire week. (laughs) Because she doesn't have time for anyone. Like, she she has to keep in shape. She needs to run on the treadmill. She doesn't have time to meet with people unless you run into her at the gym. Exactly. I love how Brady's confessionals, he's just, like, a little pee head. And it's, like, just his head sticking out from, like, a really weird angle. I feel like that's probably how he does his Snapchats. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't Snapchat Brady very often, but I would imagine that he probably has the same exact pose in his Snapchats. (laughs) Like, shirtless with his, like, head in, like, the corner. Like, in the very bottom of the screen. Like, almost not in the frame. He's always, like, looking up. Okay, and then, but then Chloe, you know, she's she's got her little rants. She said it was easy to vote off Emily L. And I noticed that Dylan actually had a strategy confessional for once. <laughs> well, He was talking about, like, the trio of him, Sarah, and Cassie. And, like, he actually had some thoughts. So I thought that was interesting that we're starting to see a more strategic side of him. His roommate must have left the room or something. <laughs> he's finally able to talk about things. Oh my god! Moves. You know something funny about Chloe is I, I know I started noticing this last episode. Chloe always uses, instead of using like the word "I" to describe her opinions, she uses the word "we." Like I, I don't know if Chloe is like secretly maybe a communist, but she, she says like, <laughs> "Yeah, we, <laughs> like we we are we're so glad we're so glad that Emily Levy is gone," and, and she says like. Yeah, we we just think that Emily Levy is awkward. You know, we we don't really tr- we don't really like Sarah. We think that Sarah is sketchy. She's a spokesperson so, for Tafiti. She either there's so either she's a spokesperson, either like her and Cassie are like secretly like sharing a brain, and they're just actually are one person, or or she's a communist. You know, it's one of the three. And, and like the, her her famous line in the episode, she says, "We just we don't like you." You know, <laughs> oh, I, I just yeah. thought that like her her famous line is her saying an opinion that she has that is like we don't like you. Like she's she is a spokesperson for Tafiti. <laughs> and, and then doesn't okay, she deny I, that she said it? Doesn't she say that like she's getting words putting put in her mouth? <laughs> oh, that was Cassie. That was Cassie. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe maybe that's why then. Like, I I feel like Chloe is like always saying the stuff about like how we like she's like speaking for Tafiti. And then yeah. like, they're just like, well, like um, you said this, Cassie. She's like, don't put words in my mouth. And like, I think that they were referring to like what I feel like maybe also it was dark. There's a lot of shouting going on. 
Cassie and Chloe are basically the same person. I feel like Sabu Sabu, like they just see them as like one entity. <laughs> like I don't I don't know how I don't know how it was from your perspective, Andrew, but it's just like I yeah. some half the time I could I couldn't remember who was saying what. Like especially in the moment and I was like a producer, I was just like Cassie and Chloe are both just like saying these things. I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean we saw like Cassie and Chloe as kind of a duo. And then the way we every I mean everyone on Sabu Sabu perceived Brady as the biggest threat and the ringleader. Mm. And then you kinda had like we the way we kinda pictured it is Sarah and Dylan were, were on the outs. I'm not sure how how accurate like that was because obviously they're like like they they had just a lot of stuff going on. They just had a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting is like at the time and I was like as a producer, I definitely got the same impression. But like watching the videos back Cassie was constantly saying how she doesn't really trust Chloe and how she thinks Brady and Chloe are playing too hard and that she feels like she's closer with Dylan and Sarah. But so, but at the same time, she was also in that like trio with Brady and Chloe. She was in that cross tribe alliance with Brady and Chloe. So it's like, I feel like she was kind of grouped in with both groups at different times, Mm -hmm. but I I don't know. Tafiti also like they, like they up until this point, they just had that one tribal where they voted off. Emily Levy unanimously like I feel like they do have pretty fluid dynamics in general but I, I don't know it was it was hard another thing I don't think it didn't make the episode but Cassie had a video where she was saying I kind of want to flip on Chloe and then blame it on Sarah she said <laughs> if they vote she said if Sabu Sabu votes for Chloe I might switch my vote in the revote vote off Chloe because I want Chloe gone and then I'll just blame it on Sarah, and everyone be- will believe that Sarah did that because they already know be- about this like beef between Sarah and Chloe, which I thought was an interesting, interesting like perspective from Cassie, and also kind of like I don't know, it, I think it was kind of an offhand comment, but I kind of feel like that made, that made me kind of feel like she probably was closer with Dylan and Sarah, and probably would have chose them had like the five of them um, gone to tribal instead of like going with Sabu Sabu. Mm. Well, also, I feel like out of everyone there, Brady at the time, we felt like he was probably closest with Chloe. And so we considered voting for her because we knew that Sarah and Chloe were kind of bashing heads a little bit. But we figured Chloe was the person Brady would be most likely to give an idol to. We figured that he had an idol. And then also we figured if Sarah wasn't going to be the one that flipped, then no one was going to flip. Sarah said she would flip if Dylan did it with her and Dylan said no, therefore there was, there was no reason to vote for Chloe. I thought it was interesting too, that I think Dylan played a pretty big role in like keeping Sarah from flipping. Yeah. Because like we saw that, like that scene at the, after the party where there's like Dylan or Brady and Chloe are like, yeah, Dylan, can you like make sure that Sarah doesn't flip? And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So I think an important Alliance that comes out of this episode is the Torfidi Alliance. So that's the one of like the three Tafiti and Thuri Tormenta. Is Jesse wait, is Jesse in that one? No, right? No, but no, but Jesse and Aaron still know about Torfiti. Okay. And same with like Dylan and, and Sarah. My understanding is that the six of them are like the core, but like both tribes knew about it. There's like the group me that Lisa mentioned had all the members of both tribes in it, like all ten of them. But and like they I mentioned think. during tribal that it would be ten five. You know, so obviously they, they know that they're all really tight, like that Tormenta and Tafiti are all really tight, even if there is like this closer actual Torfiti alliance within that, you know, they, they, there's that famous line of, of it being a 10-5 thing. 
Yeah. Uh, I just loved how, like, J- like Jesse's line about, like, um, they just think that Tafiti is the prettier tribe, and I feel like that's not the best reason to, like, align with the other tribe. And then Ben was like, yeah, like, they're the cool kids club. Like, why should the cool kids win in the end? Like, but yet they're still, like, aligned with them. Like, they're just, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like Jesse's just, like, unwillingly brought into all these alliances that she just doesn't like. <laughs> but she's just like, I don't have any other option, but, like, I guess I'll be in this alliance that I don't like. Like, it's just iconic duo with Jesse and alliances that she doesn't like. <laughs> That's so true. All right, do you want to move on to the challenge? Yes. So the challenge, I saw somebody comment on the location of it. It's actually the Wavefield, which we had challenges in season two on the Wavefield as well. It's just perfect for blindfolding because it's like <laughs> you like trip and roll. Like Ben was like rolling down one of the hills. <laughs> but yeah, Andrew, you did a good job of of shouting in this episode. Like Why, I don't thank know. Thank you. Your voice was like booming over Cooper's. Like you could barely even hear Cooper. You know. Yeah. Well. And then yeah, Cooper Chloe was just like so quiet. My favorite part was Cooper trying to, like, say his stuff over the yelling of you guys. Because you guys are being way louder than him. <laughs> Dude, Aaron, Aaron was loud. They oh, yeah, show in the episode, But she was loud. <laughs> like, like, I don't think anyone could hear Chloe. But, like, people could barely hear me over Aaron. <laughs> it's always the small ones. They're the loudest. Yeah, you just gotta take a, I took a look to my right. I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I love how uh, Andrew being louder than Cooper makes it the second time this season that Andrew's beat Cooper or something. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper's starting to feel what a little sh- insecure. And wait, Crouch, did you know that Cooper used to peek out the blinds that you do in your confessionals? I did not know that, but okay, so let, 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 let's go back a little bit. Cooper is my neighbor. He lives across the street. <laughs> Cooper doesn't just come spy on me because he has some weird crush on me, or he might, I don't know. <laughs> But Cooper lives across from Well, me. that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't find out until that first game day that got shown that Cooper was actually my neighbor. I had no idea. I was like, uh, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's him. I'm pretty sure that's him. But, like, I live, like, like all sometimes, like, when I was out there doing confessionals, I could see Cooper's TV through, like, his window. <laughs> Aw. So you and Cooper were secretly watching. What, what did you watch on Cooper's TV? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Tormenta essentially blows you guys out of the water because Will killed that puzzle. Will and Emily P. Mm-hmm. One of the moments I, that didn't make the episode that I was bummed because, Andrew, I don't know if you remember uh, this. Aliza. I do. <laughs> do you want to tell this this part? I, I can, but it's going to infuriate me because Aliza. So Aliza didn't get shown, but she was off when I said, you're not even close. I wasn't exaggerating at all. She wasn't even on, like, the wave field part. And I'd say, like, I'd say turn around. And then she would, instead of, like, doing, like, like a, like a 180, she would just do a full 360 <laughs> and then be facing the same spot she was again. And I'm like, no, like, 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 take, like turn to your left. And then she'd go all the way and do another 360. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> we're never going to get out of this. That's so frustrating. Oh, she was literally just, like, there was a video where she was just so far in the middle of nowhere and Andrew just like Aliza Aliza like you're completely the wrong spot like Aliza stop stop Aliza and then she just keeps going she's just like not even listening to you and she's just like I remember she like knocked into like the build like a building like further away completely outside the way yeah. field <laughs> you can, you can kind of see uh the set when I sent Emily B out for the last time 
she kind of like is standing there like she's done and i'm like no like like go back out like we need you to go back out <laughs> oh and then ben ben ran ben ran into brie that was the producer that cooper's like ben and ben knocks into a producer this is the sec- that's the second time we'll we see a little bit of brie this this season ben and brie are like really close friends so the two of them are brie- really together but Bree's getting more camera time than, than Dylan right now. <laughs> and Devin. <laughs> I feel like Devin has, like, nothing. Uh, no, Devin got a lot in the first episode. Wow, I can't believe you guys said oh, that. Okay. He had, like, one line he... that wasn't even, like... It wasn't even a confessional where, he was, where you guys were all looking for the idol. And he was just like, somebody definitely has it. They're not telling us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't... Oh, yeah. I, I feel like the edit's been pretty good all around. Like, I feel like nobody's, like, truly invisible. I know, I would have said that Cassie was until the end of this episode. <laughs> no, <Cassie was> <laughs> she, was, she, was, she was pretty visible, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, do we, want, do we want to talk about Sabu Sabu searching for an hour and a half for the idol that was definitely not there? Yeah. Well, people, had, people had gotten that spot last week, too, because Aliza found it. Then Austin and Aliza met. Austin thought of the space, went to go look with Aliza. So everyone had kind of looked there already. And then we got the crew that was so blatantly obvious that it couldn't be anywhere else. I feel like if you had found it, Crouch, you would have planted, like, a fake idol there. Oh, no, I would have 100%. Because <laughs> I, well, I, 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 I actually I, I had bought the idols already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were just, yeah, like, desperate so to, Amazon. like, put those somewhere. <laughs> oh, dude, if I had found it, it would have been out there 100%. <laughs> I would have let, let them just trip over themselves, but I had I had just gotten done watching Survivor Maryland, their all-star season, and so I was trying to model my game after Jordan Schubel. Mm, I see it. Interesting. You're like a mix of so many players. I saw someone in the comments say I was a mix of, like, Chris Thomas and, and the comps. <laughs> I, I was like, I'll take it. Yeah, the, the That's two a Chris's, great compliment. Yeah. It's a great, great, <laughs> yeah. great compliment. I don't know. I feel like Chris Thomas was, like, a lot... Like, he was kind of, like, a train wreck at the beginning of his season, though. Like, <laughs> completely yeah, on the bottom and, like, drunk all the time. But, <laughs> you know, you know, still... He's a great character, though. So, like, you, you know, you want to be compared to those big characters. Yeah. I actually have a, I have a friend that looks and acts exactly like him, which is funny. So I was watching oh this and I'm like, I was like, what? All right, so, let's yeah, get back you... on track. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, so you had no luck with the idol... I just remember, like, actually at the time, how much you searched for this idol. Like, you were out there searching everywhere, I feel like. And then yes. Brady, meanwhile, his idol's, like, out in the open. And I feel like his uh. clue was literally, like, here are the coordinates of where the idol is. And then it's just, like, out in the open. He didn't even have to dig at all. He just, like, gets a rock and just, like, touches, like, <laughs> just scoops away, like, one wood chip. He's like, there it is. <laughs> one wood chip. Literally, some people yeah, just have luck. That was probably, if I had to guess, you can ask him, but that might have been like a reshoot where like he found it and they wanted to get it on film. You're, prob- uh, you're probably right. Yeah, I I wasn't. I don't know who was there and filmed. I think it might have been Katie. I think Katie was the one that filmed it. So I, I would have had a yeah. But like, I did love how he like did that. Like, what what did he do with his leg? Like some sort of we some sort of kick after he found his idol. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah, that's kind of funny. And he also he looks really if you if you like look at the video he's like super sweaty as he like finds this idol like I don't, he must have just like ran straight there. <laughs> Great observation. He maybe it's because he's just so used to um, having his shirt off all the time that like the second he puts a shirt on he just starts like 
you know, totally suffocating and just sweating like crazy. I, I don't know. That's, that's my theory. But, yeah, Brady's got the idols. Now we have Brady and Elisa both have idols. Yeah. And Brady tells Ben immediately because they're the same person, you know. Didn't somebody say that? Like, because we're the same person. And then Chloe, yeah. <laughs> Chloe was all like, she thought she was the only one who Be- Brady was going to tell. And then he ended up telling Ben and not her. But the thing is, if he would have told her, does not also mean he's telling Cassie since they also share a brain? Like, like there's a lot of shared brains in the season when you think about it. So you thought that uh, Austin and Eliza definitely have idol at that point. Yeah, because I knew Austin had gone searching with Eliza, so I figured either Eliza had it yeah. or yeah, Austin yeah, yeah. and Eliza had it together. But I, I thought it. I felt like Austin would have told. Yeah, because I know I, I could definitely saw that like you and Austin were like really close and just like there wasn't a, there unfortunately wasn't a lot of like footage of the two of you, but like I remember at the time like you were you were in pretty tight with like would you say Devin was your number one and Austin was your number two? Yeah, that's probably about right. I was super tight with Devin and Austin, and then I was I was cool with Eliza too. We were like like we were like super tight like stra- like strategically but she was always kind of not sure if i was going to turn on her and i was like kind of wary of her because i knew her and emily b were super were, like at the time i perceived them as tight and so like okay. i hadn't had a one-on-one conversation with emily b at any point that season like the only time we had met is with other people it was like a thing where austin's bedtime we averaged it out based because he would always tell us when he was about to go to bed and it was always around like 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So he was really oh, yeah. staying up late looking for these idols. Like it was way past his bedtime. He was sacrificing a lot for this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. Austin, I know that a lot of people in the comments are talking about like how yeah. Austin is so wholesome. He is. And, um, yeah. Uh, he's very, very nice. In, in his producer chat, he would like, yeah, like give us all these updates. He, he Austin, um, I know it says he's a survivor blogger in the thing. Um, but his major is Japanese studies. Mm-hmm. So he would always, he was very, very excited about, stu- about his Japanese. And he would always, he would always, I remember it was the funny, the, the funny, like the, the kind of gag would be, he would either be um, telling us that he was going to bed or that he was going to be doing his Japanese homework. <laughs> but I, I always love those updates from Austin and the producer chat. Oh, remember we said that he reminded us of Rupert from like Pearl Islands. <laughs> oh yeah, well he had that he had that one that one quote about like the pirates of South Africa. Oh, yeah. We were gonna board, board your ship. <laughs> how was your conversation with Brady? Oh God, don't I? I still remember how bad that that conversation was. That oh, was probably the most unproductive hour I've ever had with anyone ever, because you could just tell how comfortable Brady was and. Like you heard me kind of be like, so you're gonna go to rocks because we're not doing anything. He's like, yeah, no, oh, like, we're chilling. Like, what kind of pitch could you have to Brady, who's has an idol and is in a pretty good spot in his tribe? Like, I don't know. Like, that was one of those conversations where, like, there's one. It was kind of weird. Like, we had all because we were all like talking. Everyone Sabu Sabu like had there reached out to someone individually, and like, so I had like, yeah. Brady individually, and like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's going yeah. on? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> wow. I was cool. cracking sure, some bro. great jokes. No one was <laughs> laughing at him. Oh, no. It's okay. Oh, wait, wait. All right, Jack, yeah. R- try to remember all the jokes you cracked and say them. We'll do it Dylan style. <laughs> well, Sarah, what? Yeah. I won't edit it. Wow, I can't believe Crouch just said that. <laughs> right, um. That's a great joke, Jack. 
<laughs> I had a good. I had a. I had a good Austin impression. You know, oh. wait, wait, do, do an Japanese Austin impression. Yeah, let's do the Japanese homework. Nah, it's. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what I said. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's... Oh no! <laughs> oh no! He left, poor guy. <laughs> he, he, he just went. Wow, my jokes fell. Bye, Jack. I, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I I love how Brady's just randomly in this suit. Like he <laughs> he just has so many different. You know, you see him one second, he's got a shirt on, then he's got a shirt off. Now he's got a suit on. Are are we going to say that Brady's the uh, the fashion icon of this episode? Yeah, he's either. I think he's either shirtless or full suit. There's no in between. Both good looks. Brady's pulling it off. They're both um, good looks. He means business. Like he's trying to get Aliza to flip, so he had to get in the mindset. I just loved how the two of them both have idols. There actually was a part that got cut out where like they both like talk about who they think has the idol, and then like both of them are like, "I have no idea." Well, I have no idea either. And it's just like they both have it. Oh yeah. Like, it, I just, I just love, I just love seeing the two of them together just because of that, like their idols and how like. They both have no reason to want to flip on their own tribes. So it's just like, you flip. No, no, you flip. Speaking of them, do we think they they could have played their idols at all this tribal? Nah, I, well, see, this, this was the crazy thing. So, like, no one on either tribe wanted mm. to give anything away as to who was going to vote for who. And so no matter what in that first vote, mm. it was going to be high five regardless of how you chopped it up. Because they wanted to make sure the other tribe didn't switch up the vote on that. And then if anyone was going to uh, switch, it was going to be on that second vote. So no one on either tribe yeah. had any so they didn't idea waste what their the idol. other tribe was going to do. Yeah, it would have been... The only reason anyone would have played it is if they were really scared of going to rock. Would you have done that? to just protect themselves yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Would I have done that? <sighs> <laughs> well, I feel like if you're that scared no. of rocks, you I feel like... would have done that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. What if it was either vote for Austin or play the idol on yourself, you know, or go to rocks? Like if you had the idol, like you could have not voted for Austin. I don't know. I mean, it, you would have had to have been really confident yeah. someone in your tribe was going to possibly flip on you. And there was a chance you were going to get votes because if like, if you're worried about that, then you can make a case for it. But otherwise there's no reason to, because otherwise you can just flip. So say Austin finds the idol and he's just like, okay, this is, this is the Savu Savu idol. You know, we're just going to play for whoever, like, happens and, like, whatever happened to this tribal. Then, like, what do you think you guys would have done in that situation? If he's just like, you know what, I'm going to play it at this tribal. But we just have to decide somebody to play it on. Like, does that, like, change things up a lot? Like, are, are people, like, trying to go and, like, flip? So I'm just, like, basically, like, my core of that questioning. I, I don't know if it was in Elisa's best interest to, like, keep it completely secret. I just feel like if you're in this circumstance where there's... You know, you look at the numbers, like, you went through a lot with us, and there's a 50% chance when when you try going home. I feel like it's a good time to, like, try something with that. I don't know. It would have been such a shot in the dark. And it, I thought, this is me personally, so I can't speak for anyone else on my tribe, but I personally thought that they were going to give Emily B votes because she just kind of seemed like the most random. And... It, it was super funny because they because they voted for Austin. You heard them say in the episode that um, who was it as the voting confessional that was like we're going to vote yeah. for the person that we want to stay because they they voted based on who they wanted to stay the most and they wanted to make someone the safest, which was Austin. Because but it was funny because Austin I know. and Cassie oh my were just gosh. going at each other. That is like 
Austin and Cassie are two of the most different people, I feel like. made uh, Yeah, I feel like on the Survivor spectrum, like, you know, you have, like, the wholesome super fan and the, like, OTTN, like, not... I mean, I guess, like, you know, she's, like, Survivor and all, but, like, yeah, I mean, that's that was the whole thing in Chapel Council. Like, they're, they're just so completely different on the spectrum of types of players. It's, it's, it's wild to watch those two go at each other, have it to come down to those two. yeah. Wait, are we talking about tribal now, or should we talk about the party that happened? I, I, oh, I guess, we got to go. I, I didn't know where we were. I'll keep going. Yeah. We got to talk about that party. <laughs> it's party. Yeah. Those are the craziest parties. Always at Cooper's house. Yep. <laughs> Cooper's house is where everything happens. You know, it's where we see Crouch destroy Cooper at shotgunning, and then it's it's where we see everyone spill their guts at, at the after they get drunk. Elisa said that she brought water. I thought that was pretty hilarious. She was like, <laughs> she was sipping water and pretending to be drinking, but actually not. Like that's yeah, you know, that that's freaking great. Like it's one thing to go there and be like, oh, like I don't drink or whatever. I mean, like no, like complete respect to people who don't drink. I'm not trying to like, like honestly, like that's power to you. But I feel like the best survivor no, move is Jack to pretend is, to be drinking. Jack is encouraging underage drinking. <laughs> also, okay, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm no. I'm Jack I'm says that I'm underage you drinking. Why? And, and pretend, pretend to underage drink and watch everybody else underage drink while you, you know, you give into the peer pressure, but not really. And you're able to just pick up on everything. <laughs> just try to fit in with people. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so basically, you need to drink underage and then drive places. Is that what you're trying to say? No, I, no. I, I'm sorry, you're, you're cutting out. So that's, you, so I'm trying to just like you pretend to drink underage and then you drive and you're fine. So you're saying you yeah. should you're saying you should do heroin at parties and then strategize. Exactly. Because then your BAC is zero. Oh, okay, okay. So heroin and then cocaine and then drink and then drive. No, drive and then <laughs> you, and you drink while you're driving. What are you guys talking <laughs> about? I don't know. We're just we're literally just messing around. I don't know. Forget about it. <laughs> Yo, Sarah, can you like Sarah, can you like underrail this conversation? Oh my god. We're, we're okay. Just, Okay, so this is Austin's first college party. How do we think you guys did for his first college party? I thought it was fun. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh, we all came over. So since I live across the street, like, I had a meeting with Dylan right before. And so, like, that, w- that was cool. Um, and then immediately after that, like, my entire tribe came over. And I was like, I was like, hey, like, Aliza, have some wine. She's like, no, thanks. And I'm like, hey, also have a beer. And he's like, no, no, thanks. <laughs> I love oh, that no, scene no, of you and Will that. where Will's just like yeah, completely hammered trying to get you to flip on Dylan or to vote for Dylan for some Dude, reason. it was just like us in the basement and we were just talking like forever. It, it was weird because like I felt like when I, when I, was, when I was talking to them, I, I was like, I was like super like sauce of like will, but then like I was like oh like like Ben like Ben is like is like super cool. I I can work with Ben, but like I feel like they were also just like at this point like they were oh, kind for, of playing um, like the same game. Ben and you're saying for when it will and Ben. It was so weird because he kept saying to me like in this like he said like two or three times I I I asked the second time after he after he said it because I was just shocked that he said it to me. He was like yeah like we got to get the physical threats out. I'm like I'm like. I'm like, I'm not sure if I should be like, I'm not sure if you're like, I, I, I was just confused. Because I, I felt like, I was like, wait, if, when you get the physical threats out, 
Is that me or China? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, like what I, is your angle here, dude? I, I, I guess, like, you know, they were just really drunk. You know, they were in the bathroom peeing together and filming. And that's just what they decided. You could hear Ben's pee going in the toilet in, like, in that video. Oh, oh my god, he was literally that was, that was peeing. Like, oh, while Will was filming him. Oh, like the, the peak of College Survivor, I'm telling you. Just, just the fact that, like, they decided to go into the bathroom together in the middle of this party. And then Will just starts, they start talking strategy while they're in the bathroom together. And then Will's like, oh, I gotta record this. <laughs> the, the two of them are just so crazy. And I love it. Like, they're not even going to tribal. And they're like, okay, oh my how God, are we gonna influence right. this tribal council? And they're drunk at this party in the bathroom. Like, we need to figure out how to mastermind and get Andrew Crouch to get Dylan out of this game. And, and, and I don't know. They're they're just crazy. They're I love literally it. a hot mess. And I love it. Dude, I am just so <laughs> jealous of everyone on Tormenta's confessionals. They're all awesome. How did you feel about the two tribes coming together and being like, who do we hate? Savu, Savu. Oh, oh, I, I would have let them have it. Oh, oh for sure. sure. Or yeah, some, Devin would have just came would've. in there and started swinging fists, you know, like, Elise okay. was completely sober yeah, and starts Devin, destroying but... them with facts and logic. Oh, we didn't even talk about Sarah. And the fact that Sarah is like telling everybody that she would flip or she's thinking about flipping. I feel like that's like a pretty big like theme of this episode is like will sarah flip will she not flip yeah so i'm wondering was she actually like considering flipping or was that more for the edit like no she was legitimately thinking about it she was very legitimately thinking about it and the only people that like we, we as a tribe that consistently met with all week were were dylan and sarah because we knew that sarah was considering flipping oh but, like, for some reason sense. she wouldn't so dylan do it decided dylan. it for the both of them. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's still, like, like it's very, like, it's very gentle and very subtle how he did it, but, like, he, he ultimately, yeah. I think, like, kind of, like, like, reined it I think in. I think we mentioned that a little bit earlier. Chloe, Brady, Dylan, and Ben were at Chloe's after the party, and, like, they were kind of just like, yeah, Dylan, can you, like, make sure Sarah doesn't flip? I love the part where, like, <laughs> like or Brady's like, Dylan, Tell me the truth here. And he like puts his hand on his shoulder and he's like, Are you in an alliance with Sarah and Cassie? And Dylan's like, Listen to me. Listen to me here. And he like looks at the camera. It's like it's like this guy knows that he's like breaking the fourth wall constantly. I don't know if he's drunk or what, but his explanation made no sense to me. And he starts talking about like, Yeah, they have a car and you have a car, and you know, that one goes south. And sometimes I go in that one, and I'm, and they're talking. I don't know how close they are. And it just makes no sense at all as an explanation. That's the beauty of his strategy. He's like he's like a politician. You ask him a question, and he says, "That's a great question." Talks for a little bit, and you forget what your question was. And you're like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> I know. I think he's like just a very like charming person, where he's just kind of funny and goofy, and people are just like, "Oh yeah, Dylan, like he's great," you know, and he can get away with stuff like that. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like this would be a good time to say this, but like, I know that tribal council w- was like super tense and got like really heated. But I just saw like a comment on the YouTube feed where someone was talking about like Chloe bullying another tribe, and let's see, like, and like, um, and like it's embarrassing to be on the internet. Like, let me just say, like, after the game, like after it happens, a lot of us are super good friends. 
like like I text Dylan like all the time and like and like Chloe for example who I think is getting a lot of hate in the comments is someone who's very very nice in real life and and like Cassie who was someone I didn't get along with on the season is also someone that's super nice and I really enjoy being around also so like like I know like the edit puts it like a certain way but all these people are very pleasant people to be around yeah Cassie was actually like she was saying in the group me she was like, wow, I don't remember saying, like, a lot of that stuff. And she, like, apologized again. No, she is she is very pleasant to me outside of the game. Like, from the times I've talked to her after, she is very pleasant to be around. Yeah, I especially have, like, respect for people like um, like Cassie and Jesse that came on as freshmen and played. Like, I would have had a very, very tough time doing that. That would have been very, very tough to go do because you're still learning how to balance your schedule. You're still making friends. You're just kind of going through a lot. So, like, like mad respect to, you know, anyone that kind of comes out and plays as a freshman and, you know, does better than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, basically, Tribal starts and, like, Cooper pretty much only asked three questions. It was mostly just you guys fighting, <laughs> which uh, honestly really stressed me out. Like, I was getting super stressed watching it and I knew what was going to happen, but I was still like, oh, my gosh, why are they saying this? Like... And then I was, like, really feeling the anger that you guys are probably feeling. So I think Austin getting up on the table and just being like, vote for Cassie. I remember that very <laughs> clearly. <laughs> that, was that, that was epic. <laughs> I actually love it, – it's, like, really subtle. But after he says that, you can hear Dylan, like, kind of say, like, wow, that was convincing. Oh, one, yeah. One of his classic one-liners. Man of he words. so many. I noticed that <laughs> – it seemed to be on Tafiti. It was mostly Chloe and Cassie talking. I don't really think Dylan or Brady talked that much. Probably yeah. a smart move by the two of them to not talk that much. It's because Chloe's a spokesperson, right? For their tribe. Yeah, yeah, she speaks for their tribe. <laughs> I feel like Sarah, Dylan, and Brady were all pretty pleasant at that tribal in general. Like, they kind of kept their cool, well, kind of tried to stay above the mess a little bit. If you go back and look, like, right after like as people were discussing in that period right after the vote the second set of votes got read like you see me dap up brady oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's, it's like right there like I I, I, apparently i dap up brady at some point. i was like wait yeah, I feel why, like... why was i dapping him up <laughs> Jeez, that's funny i didn't i didn't know that that's, that's pretty funny i feel like i feel like people do respect brady i mean i have even after the tribal like he, he kind of turned to cassie's like you shouldn't have said that right after he got voted off. Cassie's like, yeah, but it was like karma. He was like, yeah, but like still, like right after he, you know, it was a little bit much, you know. So I, I do think that Brady is definitely like being sensitive, kind of like looking out for everyone. Him and Austin have a little moment where they talk about like where he they talk about like bonding over talking about Pokemon at the party and like high five each other. So I feel like Brady actually came off pretty well at this tribal. Yeah, I do want to talk about uh, your plan, your coin flip plan, because yeah. some people might not understand it. Let's dig into it. Okay, so my plan going in is I did not want to go to Rocks by any means necessary. And so the plan was if you can gamble with someone else's life rather than your own, I would rather take that risk. I would rather not take the risk of gambling with my own life. And Rocks, you're gambling with your own life. And, and because there are two sets of people that are tied – the odds of one alliance winning versus another are always going to be 50 50 and a right. point and a coin flip is it um is the same it's 50 50 so it's like why don't you just flip a coin between the two tribes and the losing tribe just just votes and doesn't go to rocks that, that, that was kind of my thought 
behind it, but didn't end up working. It's one of those things, I guess, sounds better in theory than it does in practice. No, that's definitely a really, like, complex and good idea, though. Like, that makes total sense. Because then you're risking the two people who are on the line and not anybody who would be drawing rocks. I figured I'd at least get someone to bite on it, though, because, like, you could, in theory, you could say, yes, see if you win the coin flip or not, and then backtrack on your word Exactly, after. yeah. Well, it seemed like they weren't even really listening to you. Like... Yeah. Well, in- <laughs> yeah, Cass... Cassie's like, yeah, set the timer. She's, like, interrupting you and, like, Mm -hmm. trying to set a timer where you're talking. Well, this is where everything in the week prior to this vote becomes really important because, like, we weren't talking with them very much at all. And, like, we were trying to get meetings with them, like, the day of or the day before their vote, and they just weren't happening. And so, like, I think I saw someone in the comments say that, like, if I had done... It might have been might, actually, you know, it might have been Ian that said this in one of the group meetings. That said, like, yeah, like if if he had you know given him like a day or two to think about it, it might have worked. But there was mm. there, there was no first of all, there was no day or two to think about it because you couldn't even get a contact with them, and like you don't even want to leave like a text of in like because that that smells of infidelity and gives people a reason to vote you out. So you right. can't do it, you can't do yeah. it over text. And then the second thing is you only want to do that if they're not voting for you. And, like, at the time, they were considering voting for me. So I was only going to do this if they didn't vote for me. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like that you, the way you did it was the best way you could have. The only thing is that, like, you're only given a minute. I Honestly, yeah. I, I think that maybe a lot of them didn't really understand the thing about the odds. Like, I remember as a producer, I was, like, filming that. And I was, like, at the time, I was kind of like, wait, like, what are you what exactly you're talking about? And then all of a sudden the time was up. I was like, oh, shoot. I felt like Ian's, like, description with the with the pictures was, like, really cool and seeing, like... <laughs> because your, your plan made a perfect sense. Like, it... see, I think it absolutely is the most logical thing to do if you're one of the people that's drawing rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, like, it works better in theory than it does in practice. But no one, no one had ever tried to do anything like that. It was kind of, like... It's kind of a little bit wacky, but like you know, why why not? It's a game of like college survivor, you know, like who like who cares? Give it a shot, see what happens. But I had pitched Cooper this idea, and and Cooper then went to the rest of the producers and said, "Yo, like, are we actually going to give them like time after the first vote to talk?" Because my understanding is in like real Survivor, I'm not sure if they actually do that if they give you time after that to vote. So they, they decided they were going to give me only a minute. And I was like, okay, I, I can work with that. Let's see. Mm. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I kind of remember that now. Yeah, because maybe if it's like five minutes, like maybe it turns out differently. Yeah. Yeah, shoot. Wow. Man. I mean, we had the, we don't like you. Emily compares them to the mean girls. <laughs> Epic. That was, that was pretty, that was pretty great. Elisa asked them to apologize. And they're just like, and Cassie's like, I don't, we don't have anything to apologize for. <laughs> I think I think Andrew says like she has no social capital because we hate her. I and Cassie was just like, oh, like oh, who's the mean girl now? <laughs> I was like, whoa, so much sad. Like just the the dislike between the two tribes is just so evident in that tribal. Oh, like it's almost like oh, Ohana and Cerulean really hated each other, but this is almost on another level. <laughs> this is definitely worse. <laughs> yeah, and you, you never thought it would get worse than. You know, Maggie know. poking Bailey in the snow <laughs> and having a fight over, you know, you, you, how quickly you forget the fact that Bailey 
got in a fight with Maggie over Maggie sleeping with Jeremy <laughs> at the challenge. That, that was that was definitely dramatic. And so, to think that we would have a bigger tribal tribe rivalry in the next season afterwards is uh, pretty incredible. Because it's not just a few members. It's, like, everyone <laughs> against everyone, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, Cyber Cyber, you guys definitely had this, like, everyone against us kind of like thing going on yeah people felt really tight because like as like i just kind of felt, you can kind of it's sort of weird like you didn't know for sure playing that they were ganging up on you but you can kind of just feel it and everyone just had that kind of feeling that they were that they that they were tighter but they they also had cracks which was kind of which was kind of like weird if that makes sense like they were all, they were very fractured, but they also like were like working together. You just kind of felt like us against the world type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to so, like, reflect on your game. Is there anything you think you would have done differently looking back? Anything I would have done differently? It's a tough question because you never really know and think. Like honestly, like that was about as good of a story arc as anyone could have asked for. Not that was my intention. Mm-hmm. And. I felt I felt really good about that trouble because I felt like I was doing the right thing because like again like Austin just wanted to be there more, more than Cassie did. Yeah. So I didn't really feel like I had any regrets other than picking the wrong rock. Yeah. Oh my god. Because if if I pick a different rock the game goes you know totally differently. That's crazy. Yeah, dang. Yeah. I guess like are there anything else like from from your game from like the first few episodes that weren't shown the edit that you thought were mm. important i didn't really play a lot the second week because i didn't really have to because yeah, you know, saturday's a burn day you know yeah <laughs> it, it's kind of it is a burn day but the first the first week and it, this got shown but i wish actually this, this is a good one I, I wish i had the conversation with richard that happened on speaker in front of Devin on camera because i was i, I was filming with Devin as it was as richard was calling me and just and just didn't get it on film because it's kind of like your first week filming, and so you're still getting used to being like like just being on film all the time when you're talking, and just didn't get another camera up. I wish I had that conversation because that that would be, oh yeah that, that would have been cool. I remember like our first week when I had confessionals with like Jack. He was literally not even in the frame. It was like his body and just me, <laughs> like his head was not even there. So oh. I totally get that. Amateurs, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this, um, this is a uh, this is actually this is kind of like a funny, like guess, like inside inside fact. But yeah. I, I was told after the first week, I had submitted the most videos that week of anyone that had played oh, at all. And wait. then, yeah, I remember we were like keeping track. We were like, "Oh, Crotch is up to twenty. Oh, he's up to 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was looking for the idol like a lot. Yeah. And so every little like clip I got of that, and then also like because like there was like just a lot. Of, I felt like there was a lot of strategy that week, all like also. And then some point after I get voted out, Ben submits more videos than I did. It. So Ben, uh, and then and then yeah, and one of the weeks after. I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, because Ben submitted like I think it was like seventy something videos in a week. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the record. Yeah, I will say from a producer standpoint, the people who submit the most videos, those are the people we like get more attached to, and like we just <laughs> naturally root for them more because we like see their see more of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was really rooting hard for you. Thank you. I was I thinking you had forty-one up? videos, forty-one <laughs> videos in week one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a lot. Oh, it is what it is. 
I spent some time summarizing every single one of those videos earlier I'm, in like January. I'm sorry, brother. That sucks. <laughs> they they were you know there were some good little good little nuggets in there. Like you find the Captain Morgan on the ground. Yeah, that, that was fun. I kept. I really like. It wasn't just that. I kept finding alcohol bottles everywhere <laughs> I went. Oh my god, it's better That's than great. dead animals. You found dead animals. Yeah, we found like dead squirrels, like dead that crows. Sucks. Yeah. Ew. Okay, people found <laughs> people found grosser stuff than me. So, um, one kind of final question to talk about, Andrew, is oh. what what kind of things did you take away from? Uh, the whole experience. Like, what were some of your favorite aspects of it, and uh, what did you ultimately take away from it? Mm, that's, that's a good question. You know, I, I think you know the first thing you take away, and this is pro- I'm sure you guys probably agree with me because you know you're, st- you're you guys are a couple years removed, still doing this podcast. But like, relation- <laughs> <laughs> like relationships are important, and like if you're gonna w- if you're gonna win in life, you want to win with the right people. Oh yeah. And I think, like, when you play this type of game where it's so socially intertwined, you learn that because, like, I think a lot of times people going into it just think you're lying, you're stealing, you're cheating. That's really just, like, it's not how you win in Survivor, and Survivor is kind of a microcosm for life. Like, anything you wouldn't do in real life is probably something that you shouldn't do in Survivor. You saw, like, at that last Tribal Council, like, a bunch of people, including myself, kind of get carried away. And I don't think anyone looking back at that is like, oh, that, that was that was a good look because they wouldn't do it in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that, that, that was probably the biggest takeaway. No, that's definitely a good takeaway for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us. No, thanks for having me, guys. This has been a, this has been a treat. Yeah, you were a great guest. Some people say this is like therapy. <laughs> They're like bringing up all <laughs> the survivor trauma. But yeah. I could go on and talk about it for a while, but I won't subject you or the listeners to that. <laughs> As you said in that, the very end of like the episode, you're like, so all-stars, right? <laughs> so, it's always, always a pleasure. Um, hopefully, hopefully one day we might, we might see you again. Who knows? Who yeah, knows? I, ho- I hope so too. All right. Peace. Uh, peace. peace out. Eulogy for Crouch. By the way, just want everyone to know that Jack had to drop because he's, like, in a cabin right now and his Wi-Fi sucks. He feels really bad, but, like, he just kept lagging and, and just cutting out. So he took one for the team and dropped. But, yeah, he's wow. not at the market wow. this week. He just had a really bad Wi-Fi. But anyways. Wow. That was pretty shitty. <laughs> Eulogy for Crouch. Take it away, Sam. Oh, Crouch. Oh, i I still devastated to this day, two years later, after... Having seen just that story he had was one of the best stories I've seen. He's this massive contender. He goes from this villain to hero where he's such a big player. But ultimately, he cannot flip on Austin because he knows how much this means to Austin. And it's tough to see. It's tough to see how he goes out in this tribal. Um, He was a really big player and his game just got cut too short. But while he was on that season, I loved seeing him. It's, it's just really hard to see someone get taken out by chance like that. But, you know, Crouch is great from what we got to see. Definitely one of the most heartbreaking tribals I've ever seen in any episode of Survivor. I've seen every episode of Survivor, <laughs> like CBS Survivor and Survivor Michigan. And that was one of the most heartbreaking that I've ever seen. I was just so emotionally invested. Like, I literally got hives from that episode. It really riled me. I know. It just gets you so sucked in when you see the fighting and it just feels like you're right there. And yeah, uh, all the emotions are so high that the fact that 
it ends with that is just oh my goodness i think it, it's, it's heartbreaking but yeah. i'd rather feel upset than feel nothing that's what all. i'm saying like it, i feel like crouch he's just such like a legendary big player that like if he were to go out anyway i'm glad he went out that way you know like it's like one of Definitely. the most iconic tribals ever so i will agree i hope i hope it lived up to the hype for most dramatic tribal in michigan history yeah the flashback to the i wouldn't go to rocks for anyone like oh my gosh yeah <laughs> literally call back to it's literally lit. all right do you want a quick uh rank crouch in the pantheon of 15th placers yeah who are the other 15th placers we have a few legends here in survivor michigan a few uh, other strategic gods in aj and nikhil <laughs> as, so this is gonna be a tough Oxford one I, say, I don't know brown people placement minus himself yes. yeah well so i would definitely put <laughs> crouch last because aj is a strategic yeah. legend that honestly he should have won the season so it's, it's really going to be, you know, who's better between AJ and exactly. Nikhil. Because obviously Crouch is the worst. Yeah, there's just no. No, but in all seriousness, Crouch is definitely number one. Like, just all around, great strategist, great social player. Came off as a little bit intimidating, apparently. But, like, once you get to know him, he's so nice. He's kind of like Mike, a little bit. Where Mike yeah. is kind of intimidating at first. But, like, he's actually just, like, a giant teddy bear. But also super smart, as you could tell with the plans that he came up with. I don't think AJ or Nikhil could have come up with that coin flip plan. Yeah. No, he really did have the social game. He had the strategic game. He had the physical game. And we just ultimately didn't get to see it come together because of the rocks. But I, I would absolutely agree with Andrew Crouch's, as Ben would say, 400 million steps ahead of Nikhil <laughs> and AJ. Absolutely. As Mitch would say. Absolutely. Yes. And Absolutely. I would put Nikhil above AJ because as a quitter, you just can't. You, you're, you're ranked last. I, did, I just don't think that AJ is ever going to place above anybody else. Yeah. Unless, he, unless he somehow gets asked back to All-Stars and it doesn't quit. So, <laughs> yep, I think this is a pretty easy one. Yeah. All right. Well, this season, I mean, that was a crazy episode, but it honestly does get crazier because... I will say, yeah. Season of twists, you don't know what to expect. I... I Here's here's what I'm going to say. I don't think anybody will be able to accurately predict the final three of the season. That's I'm calling it right now. Well, yeah, people were saying that Crouch is going to be in the final three, and obviously he's not. So if anyone, this comes to show that... Yeah, if anyone at this point predicts the final three, final four, final two, final five, I will give them a million dollars. Whoa. <laughs> That is that is a big claim. I will say too, we 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 advertised that last tribal as the most dramatic tribal in Survivor Michigan history. I will say that the next tribal is also up there. So, <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned next week. It, it stays it stays good. Episode four stays top notch. Is it gonna give me hives again? I kind of forgot what happened. Yes, it probably will. It pro Damn. I, for half the time you were saying hives, I thought you were saying high, and I no. I was really but now I like understand. Like literal, like like splotches on Dude. my skin. Jeez. <laughs> All, right. All right. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for the power rankings that will be done by Lindsay and Taylor and released later this week. Yep. Bye.